This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Producing this disaster of a show and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of D3, Harry, Brother Bright, Darren, the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, I showed mercy on you guys a little bit. The Parley Kid and Brother Bry, who are on the East Coast, I said, all right, we'll start the podcast after the Phillies-Diamondbacks game is done. And it is done, as far as I'm concerned. 10 nothing in the seventh. I said, why Why the hell would we start this almost midnight Eastern time when we could do it at uh, closer to 11? So uh, you, you guys are welcome. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in either of these series, but the Phillies are up. We'll talk about more at length, Brother Bry, but just a, a, too much lumber on this Philly squad. It doesn't resemble playoff baseball right now. No, this lineup has been just mashing the ball. It's like, you know, that just shows you the impact. I mean, they did this too last year, but it just shows you the impact of Turner. That's why I wanted Turner on the Yankees. I mean, this guy just helps that lineup immensely. And then you go Schwarber, Turner, Harper, I mean, Castellanos. I mean, that this this guy used to strike out. This guy was striking out once every other at bat. And that like barely, barely misses a ball now. Ridiculous. You could tell he was striking out a lot because he got interviewed and he hadn't been interviewed. I mean, that's someone who doesn't know how to be interviewed because he's striking <laughs> out all the time. And then when he's asked a question or not asked a question, whatever, he didn't uh, didn't respond favorably. Uh, no. Yeah, Parley Kid must be sad. All these guys like, oh, that guy could have been a Yankee. Turner could have been a Yankee. Harper could have been a Yankee. But I just hate that the Phillies are winning like this. Yeah, I mean they uh, the Mets have uh, the Mets could have opened up their pocketbooks yeah. too for some of those mm. guys. I mean. Um, I feel like more uh, people writing articles about Harper and the Yankees. Well, yeah, I think as like a that. Yankee, you know, as the, as the Yankees fan, you see on the other end, really, with Montgomery, Avaldi, yeah. uh, guys that the Yankees kind of cut loose. Uh, even Robbie Thompson was a Yankee coach for over twenty years, uh, mm. and, and now he's working magic with with the Phillies. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this is how baseball is, right? Schwarber hit uh, one ninety seven this year. You know, Crazy. but uh, come playoff time, he seems to raise his game, and he's always been a. It's obviously a long ball threat every time up. Phillies are deep; uh, they look great. I think the Diamondbacks probably with a perfect matchup uh, for it them as well. Yeah. 
It doesn't make sense, Harry. As we were saying, Schwarber lead him off. His his, oh, his on base percentage is going to be about three hundred. And uh, but then again, if he'll have more at bats, he'll have forty seven dingers as a result. So I I don't know what uh, except that they're f cursing the Mets in the clubhouse after the games. I really don't understand any of it with the Phillies. I mean, it's it's supposed to be playoff baseball. It's supposed to be cold. Yep. It's like 61 degrees uh, right there in the middle of October, third week in October out there. It's supposed to be pitchers blowing on their hands and fans and um, parkas <laughs> and stuff. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, that's what it really, it's supposed to be sad, but these it's, it's, uh, Phillies are amazing and Schwarber batting a leadoff is not the typical, uh, we just said it, I said it yeah. probably kid before the show started, not your typical leadoff batter, but He's got now 18 career playoff home runs. He's been fantastic, you know, back when he was with the Cubs. But now with the Phillies two years in a row, he's just mashing the ball like crazy. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's turn to something more positive. NFL and my picks. I went three and 10 on TV. <laughs> Everywhere I turn, it sucks. Good Lord. I, I was what, nine and five the last two weeks? And then that is erased immediately by a three and 10. Right. Why, you were on with me, right? Yeah, I, was, I, I went eight and five. Don't forget, though, you were one and oh in cut picks, right? One and oh. That's picks. right. Everything that, that gets cut from the show because we go too long. I'm up like 13 units on the year. Yeah. For the Philly, I, we took the Jets over Philly. Yeah, it was five and 10 on our uh, weekly picks. I'm barely at 500. Harry, you lost another cartoon pick. Those picks are almost oh. as funny as the jokes. It's getting sad. Wow. Come I mean, on. You might as well turn Come on. Come on, yeah, I mean, who did you I, have? I, I lose by a half a point. A sixty-yard field goal cost me there. And when yeah. I had Philadelphia uh, minus seven, I got a bad number when they played the Vikings. It went to minus six, and mm. they had a twenty-point lead in the fourth and win by six. So that was a bad loss. Two bad losses. Two bad losses. Yeah, two, well, it's bad as soon as you take Denver because you know they're going to score between eight and nine points. <laughs> and unfortunately for you, they scored nine. All right, let's. Uh, Let's do NFL here. Oh, this is what we can get excited about. The Cowboys beat the Chargers Monday night, 20 to 17. I was watching with Simmons and Mikey Meatballs and Tate Frazier, who had picked the Chargers 20 to 17. Good job Mm -hmm. by him, I guess, except he had the wrong team. Uh, Another nail biter, Parley Kid. I felt like our team was playing our team. It really felt like we were playing each other and like uh, ourselves. And uh, I was like, okay, uh, who's going to blow it? This is just uh, amazing. I thought Dak looked good. Um, I thought the defense looked okay. And uh, I thought we may have lost the coaching battle, but still come on on top. What were your feelings? I think you, you summed it up there, Sal. I think, um, I think you know, it's good to win that type of game. Uh, the Cowboys have had three easy victories this year. I think they needed to win a game where they had to get kind of gritty and, um, uh, yeah, look, from I thought Dak was very good last night. He made plays with his legs. Uh I, I thought the one pass he missed was the Pollard pass. Uh, uh I but I here's the biggest thing, right, Sal? And I, I said this uh back when before the season started. My biggest concern this year was going and I know more, you know, on the uh, other side of the field for the Chargers wasn't um didn't seem to have a master plan to beat the Cowboys, but Mm. at the same time, I don't, and I've, you know, I don't, I've never really bashed McCarthy. Like I I was never a Garrett guy. I think McCarthy somehow knows how to win football games. He's always very good after a loss, but I, Mm. he, I thought he was their biggest liability last night. Um, 
His his play calling is very vanilla. He says it. They want to run the ball. And uh, mm-hmm. Pollard is not your the type of guy that's built for the, their type of running game right now. Um, he was in last year, and he's a slower version of himself now well, because you know, of the people injury. People forget he, he suffered a, an injury late yeah. last year. Uh, he seems to have obviously lost a step, but he's not yeah. a power back. And they're, they're running like power football, right? They're just yeah. trying to you know run that football right down your throats and, uh, behind a good offensive line. But he's just not that type of back. Uh, you know, finally got Cooks involved in the offense, but then Cooks get involved. Tight ends were non-existent yesterday. Uh, a very vanilla offense, it seems like. I think Dak is making the best uh, of it. Last yesterday again, I thought he was very good yesterday, and I actually thought yeah. the defense was maybe a little bit better than you're giving them credit for, Sal. Um, I thought the defense was I very good. good. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. Well, they very gave up good. 200, 272 total yards. They're, yeah. They're very good. good. Uh, and Sal, I thought a big improvement to their defense. And normally you don't put a non-drafted 218 uh-huh. pound linebackers in the middle there, but that kid Marquise Bell for, for yeah. playing for Leighton Vander Esch, he looked fantastic. And he, he added a definitely Did a different well. dynamic and Bland looked uh, yeah. good. Dropped the dropped the pick six, which uh, you know I just yeah, some look, of these guys could've, we, we could have put it away a couple times, but yeah, um, but yeah, I, I like the they way they didn't get to him until that. You you uh, for a team that played very good, and I agree defensively, they only had the the sack at the end was the only one, right? Well, so, because uh, you know I thought Demarcus Lawrence was excellent last night, and Parsons, look, he's getting just if you watch the watch the games, he's getting yeah. double teamed on almost every. In some cases, as they pointed out, last triple teamed uh, at times. Yeah. So it was um, ugly. But, 164 yards and penalties between the two teams. Uh, that was, uh, I don't know what the yeah. hell to, to to belabor the uh, you know the McCarthy point a little bit. What happened to those six seconds? What, what was nine uh, seconds? Was, and then there was, was three seconds. Like we had a free <laughs> shot at the end zone. Whether we, I don't know what whether would have paid off or not, Brian. I'm not sure. Maybe he was protecting Dak from throwing an interception before halftime, but. For God's sakes, nine seconds. Take take another shot. Like the the referee is like, oh, we're running it. We're running the clock. And I, I thought like, oh, he's trying to call a timeout, but they're running it anyway. No, they didn't call a timeout. He, he definitely, he definitely though. I I didn't hear people talk about it after the game, but he definitely must have just told the official like he must have said, I want a timeout with like a few Run seconds left three. or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and they yeah, just yeah. they just never. Can I just say that I think the Chargers are one uh, probably top three stupidest franchises in the (laughs) NFL because uh, I don't even know how they they keep Staley after last year's 27 nothing lead against Jacksonville in the playoffs and they blow the game uh, when it was 10 to seven. And everyone's doing the the tush push and Herbert is at the seven yard line and he's six foot five, 240 pounds. And his analytics say to not even run the ball there for fourth and like a quarter of a yard at the seven yard line. He rolls out and has a pass incomplete and you cost yourself points there. Hmm. Well, yeah. well, Dumb. I will this say terrible Staley. But, terrible. but not, terrible decisions. He's constantly. Been, I mean, it's amazing though, right? For every decision he's made, every decision is wrong, right? It doesn't matter wrong. what he did. But like Herbert tried, they tried the 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 sneak against the Raiders on like fourth right. and inches. And that didn't, did, work. didn't get it. Everything they do, everything they do is wrong. And I, I kept bringing this up yesterday, and I know we brought this up before, but 
Can can we please criticize Herbert a little bit? Yes. Can this guy, yeah, he's yeah. the one quarterback. Every other quarterback, we every other quarterback in the NFL, we have killed at some point in uh, time. Everybody loves Herbert. Whether it's Herbert. two or Hurts. No, if Dallas would have lost that game yesterday, Dak would have got murdered today. But well, I, I mean, how many yeah. times does Herbert like just you know late in games? It's like an overthrow. I mean, he he's throwing this yeah, leads up. guys I mean, too much. He, yeah. He's I mean he he's throwing the ball the too hard, too hard at guys. He's throwing balls into yeah. the ground. He's overthrowing by ten yards out of bounds. Please, like let's let's uh, let's pick, I, I agree. pick on this guy. I, I a little feel bit. like little he bit. has the opposite because the coach is so hated uh, universally. Yeah, I know the coach is going to get Staley's going to get crap that Herbert should fall on Herbert. It's almost the opposite of, um, I'm trying to think, but Russell Wilson gets a lot of crap and like Peyton may benefit from that. You know what I mean? This right, is right. Russell Wilson. But, but it's yeah, like nobody it's cares the about the Chargers either, Bill Bry. No one cares about the Chargers. They pay rent to so at SoFi right. to play there. There's no fans in LA for them. It's all visiting teams. There's one uh, fan. There's one there. crazy fan. <laughs> one crazy fan. <laughs> Turns out she, she was very excited about it until she yeah. wasn't excited. Is anyone buying the Chargers at plus 152 to make the playoffs? I was going to say Dallas too. Dallas is minus 700, so that's not. There's no value at all hmm. on that. Uh, the Chargers though plus 152. I didn't really like them before the season. I kind of think there are three teams better that are not going to win the division now. I feel like Miami, the Browns. Maybe the Bengals. Uh, there might be four teams I put over the Chargers um, to uh, make the wild card. Harry, nah, Staley's a bum. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> a bum. Paulie kid, did I get to ten wins? I think ten would have to get you the seventh seed and maybe even some luck there. No, they're, they're the Chargers. South, they'll win their eight or nine games and yeah. uh, hover around five hundred. Show some flashes, but um, they won't get it done. They just don't. Uh, I don't know if they have enough on that team. And Herbert hasn't taken that next step where he just can carry these teams. They just, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, mm -hmm. there's obviously coaching issues uh, as well. So that's a no for me on them making the playoffs. Also, yeah. Fantasy wise, you want you want all their guys, right? You you want every one of them. <laughs> uh, well, they have talent. They have well talent. I was going to say though. Are you guys though, at this point watching the Chargers though? You, even though they're always fun and it's a fun game to watch, every game is great. Like to watch a Charger game, but you, I kind of getting sick of the Allen Williams. Like though, I mean, I know Williams is out for the year, but like those receivers, it would be nice yeah. to see a new batch of receivers on here. That's the one thing I'll say with Herbert. Like it would be nice. I mean, they, for they the, drafted two TCU receivers, right? I know. And those guys I know. just don't One's make, big, make slow, it through. And, yeah, yeah, I know. It's just yeah. Uh, nice. All right, Eagles, Jets. Let's move on to some other. I mean, there was some interesting matchups here. Eagles lost to the Jets, twenty to fourteen. Some controversy here. Uh, Parlay kid. Them Eagles let the Jets score. Right. It was it was Hall that got in. They let him in. Controversial there. I thought it was wrong to let him in. It's it's essentially a difference between like a minute forty six and two timeouts to get a touchdown or 55 seconds with no timeouts to get a field goal. I don't think there's a lot of difference. I think it's like 53-47, but the Eagles let them score. They got what they wanted there, right? Uh, and then they didn't capitalize. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I personally didn't like the decision on the part of the Eagles. Uh, and I thought the, uh, the crew, Mark Sanchez, uh, because I, I think it, you could have gone either way with that situation. And they were acting like, oh, this... Uh, you know, how uh, it was such a bad decision by the Jets to go into the end zone that Brees Hall really messed up. And I don't really think he did. 
uh, you know, uh. the Eagles had two timeouts left. I think I, I think it came out to be about whether about 50 to 55 seconds. Uh, it would add about that with no timeouts left. If they had held the Jets to a field goal. I mean, optimally, what would the Jets would have been perfect for the Jets? One more play. One yeah. more play, then score like on third right. down. Right, right, right. right? Like, and it can be as a timeout. Yeah, it, right. That would be ideal. But you don't know how that's going to play out either. Uh, so I think that just getting it to the end zone and saying to the Eagles, you got to come all the way downfield and score a touchdown on us right, right. now uh, was just as good uh, as, say, having them have to kick a field goal with 50. And it just the thing that bothered me, there's a lot of smart football guys that really critiqued that and thought Brees Hall made a terrible play. I don't I don't think he made it wasn't a terrible the worst. Play. It wasn't, it, it wasn't it, even it was close okay. to the worst. And guess what? I guess it turned out to be the right play because the Jets well, won the game. The thing they won that the bothered game. me more. So how was that was, wrong? They won the game. Yeah. You can't argue with it. Yeah. When the Eagles, though, had third and seven, I think it was like third and seven well, that right was before the Jets scored, and they throw the interception. Nine. Third, third and nine. nine. Got to keep that clock run running. The run the run ball. The ball. I think it's I think Hunt. it's a keeper, Harry. I think it's either a Hertz keeper or a, a, like a screen to Devonta Smith. Stay in bounds. They were kicking Zach Wilson's ass. If they yeah. pumped it there and yes. Zach Wilson has it with Even, a, a minute 15 or whatever, uh, and they, they were knocking him out. I mean, they sacked him on the last two drives before that. I thought that yeah, was I, what the killer there. I agree. And now the Jets are, it's like, I don't know. It's weird. Like the NFL wants the Jets to win too. Like the three and three. Zach oh. Wilson has more picks than touchdowns. <laughs> this team has seven offensive touchdowns, seven offensive touchdowns in six weeks, but they yeah. have forced 13 turnovers. So, Keeping them in the game. Elliot missed the uh, easy field goal and hurts three picks. Gave the game away. But Sal, yeah, yeah, you punt. Even if you even if you run up the middle with Dante uh, the, with a uh, with a uh, Swift, um, you just got to go all the way back down the field in that time. And I don't think uh, yeah, you're right. The, I think the Philly defense would have stopped him, but mm. that it throws the pick, and that's that. The tush push, I guess, doesn't work for nine yards. I, I would like to see it. I want to see it. Why wasn't that the uh, third and nine play? Uh, Brian, Robert Sala's comments after the game. He's getting a little nutty, I think, saying yeah. um, we handled all – what did he say? We embarrassed the quarterbacks. We went through a quarterback gauntlet, and we embarrassed all of them. Which is not true. I mean, Dak, Dak Prescott had a, a 112 that's quarterback. So yes, <laughs> and right. it's also like probably yeah, he's taking he's taking the his defense aside. He's like basically saying, "I run the defense. I want to be associated with yes, the defense." I'm not, still, but meanwhile, it's his quarterback who cost them the other games that they lost. Right? I don't know, Bry. It just seemed a little crazy. Yeah, I mean, you don't love that comment from a coach, right? You you it, you love the spot you're in, right? You fact. Even with Rodgers, some people going into the season with like, I would take three and three right after six games. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you're in a you're in a good spot right now. All things considered, you don't you don't need those comments. Although I will say, I, I don't know if it's just solid in front of the media. If he's just gets like a nervous <laughs> and like a little nervous, he just yeah. even when you see him on the sidelines, right, too. He has this look on his face. And I, I don't know. He's either going crazy celebrating with his team or showing no emotion, barely talking, barely doing anything. It's a hard, he's right. a hard guy to get a read on because I still don't know if he's a good coach or not uh, at all. Like, I'm not sure. Oh, Parley Kid says no. He's, he's yeah. usually the no, last no, one. I like Sala. I actually, I like Sala. I, I do think, but I thought his comments were, were ridiculous and embarrassing for himself. Yeah. I think, uh, 
You know, it's like, wait, so you've embarrassed all these quarterbacks. Well, what have these other teams done to your quarterback? Right. Uh, of course. Uh, you know, yeah. I, you know, like, I think you're exactly right, Sal. He's kind of separated himself to say, yeah, I'm a defensive coach. Look how great my defense is playing. Right. That's what's winning us these football games. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's also taking a shot a little bit at his own offense, to be honest with you. I didn't like the comments because uh, Dak, Dak had a fantastic game yeah. against the against the Jets. So I don't know. I don't know how he could say that. Uh, Maybe he and, wasn't part of the gauntlet. Maybe he, that wasn't the gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, was no, and I like the guy. I like the guy, but. You're three yeah. and three. I mean, he's, he, Darren, you're three he's and three. About, Let's relax a little bit. He's bragging sure. about doing that, yet his quarterback, the Jets have four touchdown passes. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, what right. I mean. Right. So if all these other guys yeah. have been bad, how bad has your quarterback been? Come on. Yeah. Give me They've a break. They've all been bad. Honestly, all these quarterbacks yeah. have been bad. Let, <laughs> no. Let's go to San Francisco, Cleveland. Oh. Speaking of two good defenses, 1917, the Browns win. This crushed a lot of people, had the 49ers on the money line. Uh, and so that didn't happen. Moody misses the field goal to end the game. Polly kid, I'm with you on a few things here with this. First of all, get Moody to 35. I'd love to hear a kicker interviewed and just ask him flat out. Would you rather have a, you know, how much does it mean to you to be kicking from 37 versus 43? All conditions, you know, uh, the same. And they probably out of bravado would just be like, I don't care. I'm making them from yeah. 60 and warm up. I don't care. But psychologically, get that guy a little closer. Maybe he doesn't miss that. I understand there was a big spin rate on that kick. No, I don't know what the hell was going on, but they lost 19-17. <laughs> the other thing, Parley Kid, is big, big call. Actually, two calls went against the uh, 49ers. One was the, they call it helmet to helmet that extended the drive, or did they call it shoulder pad to helmet? I don't, it was something to helmet. And then it ended up being nothing to helmet, really. And your thing is, review that. Let that count as your review. Whatever. It's subjective, right? So let that count. If they would have, I think that they would have put them in overtime. You should be able to challenge any call that is Not made on the field. Not an extra challenge. Yeah, just Not an extra whatever. challenge. But if you have one in your pocket, why can't you challenge that? <sighs> Go to the replay. Oh, no, yeah. that was a clean hit. That it's yeah. it, these, these are calls. Coaches get fired when they lose football games, right? Now, I know Shanahan's not getting fired, but a lot of coaches do get fired when they lose games. Sure. And, uh, the you know, the refs can make calls with impunity. So, to mm -hmm. me, I would like to see you be able to challenge any flag that's thrown. I know holding might be a little tough in the trenches with some mm -hmm. things, like if you didn't think it was a holding. I, but that's a play that's so impactful to the game. And if you had a, a, if you had a challenge left, you should be able to challenge something like that. Especially because it's that so wasn't fast. even the worst call of the game, though, Sal. Well, and I'm going to talk about that. Cooper, the betting yeah, segment. So okay, but yeah, no, but especially something like that. That's bang bang, you know, because when you have to decide on the spot if it was helmet to helmet, if it was helmet to shoulder pad, if it was shoulder pad to shoulder pad, how is a referee, any referee with the greatest eyesight, I don't care what age he is, if he does it all season long or half the season, how are they supposed to figure that out? But anyway, uh, Brian, well, P.J. Well, Walker, that's their guy? Oh, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess um, you know, he, he, I, he held his own, I guess, all things considered. I mean, that was just a game where, you know, you go up 10, nothing San Francisco. And I'm like, Oh my God, this, 
you know, the, the nine and a half, this is so easy. Right. And then, you know, they mm. make, you know, big, a big run and then they have another pass to Cooper later on and they just kind of, you know, and then all of a sudden the injuries started hitting for the 49ers and then the weather, mm. and then it just, everything kind of fell apart. So. Purdy was not good. That was Purdy's Purdy worst, wasn't good. Worst yeah. Game. No, he mm-hmm. was 12 for he, 27. He was, he was really bad. He was, but, really he, bad. He, but he did. He, he did get the team down at the end of the game yeah. for the field goal. At least he did that. Yeah. He did that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. McCaffrey out big Williams out for sure. You know, Samuel out. They need those guys. They need those guys back for sure. Uh, one more AFC North that I want to talk about. S- Seattle lost to Cincinnati. Um, I thought it was a game Seattle should have won. I don't know. I had Definitely. money on Seattle. I had Geno Smith and <laughs> 17 fantasy leagues. Like what the hell's going on? But anyway, we were thinking Cincinnati who was four, uh, plus 470 to win the North before the game. And we're like, all right, if they beat Seattle, that's going to cut a lot. Right. They're plus 490 now, I guess, because everybody won. The Ravens won, the Browns hmm. won, and the Steelers had a bye. So the Steelers are five to one, Bengals 490, Browns plus 240, Ravens plus 115. Harry, do you, do you take any of those or is that we let this play out a little bit? No, uh, I think I think you got to let it play out because I'll tell you, Pittsburgh being three and two is the luckiest three and two (laughs) team in the history of the NFL. Um, And Cincinnati sitting at three and three big win. Yeah, definitely. Probably. You know, Geno Smith kind of blew that, but uh, after a couple first drives that were nice for Cincinnati, the offense still doesn't look great there. They did nothing Uh, in the second half. Yeah. They only have one rushing touchdown one on the season. Wow. And in their next four out of five games, they play San Fran, Buffalo, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh. Yeah. figure out what Cincinnati's all about after those games. Well, that's mm-hmm. why I cautioned everyone for yeah. taking them at five to one, because they already have three losses and those games that you uh, just mentioned, Harry. So yeah, that AFC North is interesting, but I don't know if it's as good as we once thought, but um, definitely uh, you can't call it just yet. Bills barely yeah. hold on versus the Giants. Um, that was a great game. Really came down to it. Uh, the Giants and Jets must have been like, let's play defense today. I mean, the Jets do it almost every week anyway, but uh, kudos to the Giants for stepping up against a Bills team who lost last week. I don't know, Parley kid, is that a jet lag or what? Bills slow start again, barely hold on and probably could have gotten called, probably could have lost. They call that right again. Bang, bang, play. Could have called holding. They put, called pass interference on the play before, but uh, they didn't. And the Bills uh, won that game. Oh, man, I thought the Bills looked terrible the other night. I thought they looked that that. That was a terrible performance by the Bills. The Giants was, I know the Bills are banged up a little bit, like most teams, but the Giants are uh, at another level in terms of injury. I mean, the offensive lineman that literally, you know, uh, Pew, the Syracuse grad, right, Harry? Right. um, uh, Hasn't been playing football. Uh, They had to move him actually even to left tackle in that game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought it was an very a very uh, underwhelming performance by the Bills. I don't want I don't want to hear about the the jet lag or coming back from Jacksonville. Um, they're they're the one team I think just that you maybe is a little bit uh, of a phony contender. I, the way that's well, your home yeah. in that game against a very decimated Giants team. The Giants I, I, again they that was pass interference at the end of the game in the end zone. So they should have called it. No doubt yeah. about it. Uh, the Bills were lucky to survive that game. And don't forget about Dable's, uh, the, the mishap at the end of Crazy. that half when the Giants get no points uh, as well. I mean, the Giants should have won that game. They, I think they outplayed Buffalo. 
Uh, it was a t- very poor performance by the Bills. Very yeah, poor what, performance. What the hell was Ty Taylor doing there? I assume it was his fault by how angry <laughs> Dayball was there. But uh, he's right. He's been in the league like 12, 13 years. And he runs a play. I mean, you're not going to get 300-pound linemen off your running back. Uh, with nine seconds left to run another play before the well, half. It's, well, it is weird though, because even Dable after the game was like, "Yeah, the play had an option for either or, but you would assume you would run the option, you know." But why? Why is that even an option? I mean, is that just yeah. how they call plays? There's every play has two plays to it. If if you the want, the option I mean, should be you want two plays there, <laughs> no matter what. Like let the second play be a run or whatever. Right. You know? it, but if anybody yeah. else, right? If if that's anybody else doing that, they're getting killed yeah. right in the media. Oh, yeah. I mean, Taylor, yeah, like, for sure. He got beat up for that, but what, but you know, it's, it's back up so, for years. Right. So, yeah. So parlay kid, you said the bills may be a bit of a fraud. I don't know what to think. I mean, Fandle agrees with you. I think they still have the dolphins favored to win the AFC East mm-hmm. at minus minus one forty, and the bills at plus plus one forty five. even though the bills beat up the dolphins. And I feel like they, I don't know. I feel like that was the best performance of the year, maybe by a team when they beat the Dolphins. So, but the big question mark of Tua making it to the finish line has disappeared when it comes to these AFC East odds, but still looms large when you talk about stats like most touchdown passes, where he's six to one, even though he does have the most touchdown passes right now. It's very strange the way they're viewing Tua and the Dolphins. So that's a good one, Sal. And uh, heck, yeah, six to one. Six to one. People should jump on that right now. Um, the Dolphins have done a good job protecting Tua, uh, and he makes very quick decisions, right? They, they, they're putting him in spots where he doesn't take hits. Uh, I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to change, uh, throughout the uh-huh. year. And, uh-huh. and like you said, the bills were super impressive that game, maybe the most impressive win all year. Uh, but then again, I think that Dolphin, they might have the Dolphins number because, I don't, the Dolphins defense, uh, maybe isn't as physical as, even the right. Giants' defense was the other day. Oh boy, that Giants' defense was really got yeah. up in their face and played a tremendous game. But yeah, I, I just was very unimpressed with the Bills. Like there's sometimes you can win, you can win ugly, but coming mm-hmm. off a loss uh, to the Jags and then coming out and laying a dud like that against a yeah. a, a game Giants team, but a, a very poor Giants 15 team. Fifteen and a half point favorite. It shouldn't have been. Shouldn't have been close. Or at one point, it shouldn't have been close. Oh. Yeah, Harry. Back to well, Tua though. Yeah, I, I feel like if he gets injured, he's out for the year, week fifteen, they're not going to win a division. If he gets injured week 15, he could still have the most touchdown passes by the end of the year. Yeah. Like he could have I mean, like 15 more touchdown passes by anyone with three weeks left. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this team is uh four of their six games. They've scored 30 or more. Uh, this, and, you know, the game that they lost to the Bills, Sal, they were coming off the 70 point game against Denver. So not many teams come off 70 point games. And then you don't know, you really don't know what to expect the next week, having to go up to Buffalo and Buffalo knew up the situation. It was a perfect storm for Buffalo to win that game after Miami just put up 70. But look, Miami last week laying 13 and a half, down 14 to nothing right off the bat to Carolina. They cover no yeah. problem. Two or five touchdowns left yeah. and right. And yeah. uh, and that cover easy. This Dolphins team right now, I'd still lean, even though the Buffalo has the nod and beating them once. I'd give the nod still in the East right now to, to Miami. Yeah. All right. Anthony Richardson out for the year for the uh, AFC South, I guess uh, bad for the Colts. Wow. Good for the Jaguars who, um, I don't know. It, it looks like they're just going to run. I, it'd be fun for the Texans to make a move here. They're yeah. about four to one now, but uh, 
Uh, I don't know, Brian. What do you like out of those two teams? Is there is it just Jacksonville? Are we kidding ourselves? Uh, I think so. I mean, I think so. I mean, Texans have been fun to watch, though. I mean, I I, I still think the Texans defensively. I mean, they they do give up a lot of yards, especially through the air. So I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be tough on them. I I could definitely see them getting to nine and eight potentially Houston, but I don't think mm-hmm. they're. I don't think they're winning. They're the plus three twenty. Yeah, I misspoke about the AFC South. Yeah, I was going over it with Simmons. If you had to make a division parlay right now, mm-hmm. parlay kid Chiefs minus yep. four seventy. Definitely. Right. That's it. Harry. Why is that not even? I mean, hey, wait a minute. The Raiders three and three. Why, but why is That's the why. Chiefs not even way more? I mean, that makes no sense. Yeah. 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 So, you know, actually, wait a minute. Raiders wait, go four and three this week. It's got to change. Did it change? No, it's 470. AFC West 470. <laughs> wait, hold on. But they is this the- from the other day? Uh, no, this is what it is. 470. Lions 490. Yeah. Who the hell is even second in that division? I don't know. And the Niners seven fifty. I guess you're a little worried about that now with the injuries. But if you if you really you know blur your eyes and take those three, it's minus one fifty three. Who else would you, what would be the next team you'd put on that? Jacksonville. Well, that's what we try to figure out. Jacksonville. We try to figure, it's probably. I, 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 it's, I, I, it's the Eagles. We could say it's yeah. the Eagles, but it's, <laughs> I, I mean. The Eagles are the next biggest favorite there out of, out of the uh, eight divisions. Uh, yeah, um, but you know the Cowboys traditionally play pretty well against them. No, I know, right? Yeah. And who do the Eagles have up next? Uh, I'm trying to think. Miami. It's, it's, they That's got Miami. Miami. Yeah. All of a sudden, um, you know, it couldn't have worked. Out, Darren, it couldn't have worked out better for Dallas after getting blown out by San Fran, and then Philly loses to the Jets. Dallas pulls the game out on Monday night, and now you're on a bye week. No, I'm following yeah, I, I, I was talking Mikey Meatballs about this on our way back from, from Spotify. We should be, we should be seven and three heading into Thanksgiving. We're home against the Rams after the bye. We're yep. at Philly. All right, let's say we lose that. We're okay. home against the Giants, and then we're at the Panthers, mm. and then you know Washington on on Thanksgiving. Right? Yeah, that's three, what, that's three, that's pretty good. That's when I say I I don't think I I I like I would go Can't Jacksonville. Yeah. And then the Eagles. The only thing is, if the that. Eagles beat us that November fifth game, they're what? How many games ahead? The two games ahead still. Yeah, I guess yep. that's a Sal. Thing. What yeah. are you doing? Just make this your McGregor, <laughs> the, the Mayweather McGregor bet. Just fly two, to Vegas. No, no. But just Sal, do one if you want. Just do, just do the Chiefs or if, just do the Lions. Yeah, 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 yeah why not? Yeah. Make this. Yeah, Sal. Sal do it. Yeah, just do one. it. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why me? Why is there so much pressure on me? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, the Lions might be able to do this without Goff, really, honestly. Like, uh, who wins that division? Like, the Chiefs wouldn't win the division without um, Mahomes. But the Lions, oh, yeah. I look no, at the Chief, it. I Chiefs, Teddy Chiefs. Bridgewater's a backup? Maybe. Why not? Chiefs win, the, Chiefs, Chiefs win the division without Mahomes. Oh, you do? Even without yeah, Mahomes? They, they were beforehand anyway. I mean, they... they yeah. yeah, I mean... I guess so. That, that, that the lack of... The Especially boring, the way no. the, the defense is playing better than ever. I mean, so yeah. mm. plug your ears though, Harry. The Chiefs are boring. They are boring. They are, which is weird. The, the fact that they can't it is a little weird that he hasn't made one of these receivers a superstar. I mean, he's definitely better than Aaron Rodgers was, but Valdez Scantling was okay with them, right? Wouldn't you think like one of these guys would emerge at this point? Last three years, yeah. is it since Hill left? Has there been one that uh or is it just such a 
uh, a, a haphazard offense that it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's going to hurt them a little not having an established. Yeah, receiver. late in the season, late in the season, it, it probably yeah. will. But yeah, not now, uh, not not for the division. unders. Unders twelve two and one, Bry. Yeah. This week. Oof. And I think in the sixties, like sixty three percent on the year in general. Yeah, in general, it's yeah. wow, sixty three percent. Yeah. Let's just take the unders, Harry. I know they'll probably know. adjust after getting killed at twelve two and one, <laughs> but they they crushed. Yeah, the books crushed. Uh, right? I mean, it would have been it would have been uh, wow. ultimate crushing if the Bills had lost that game. Oh but my god! With the Forty ers yeah. losing and the Eagles losing. That was a that was a nice week. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So what are we gonna do tomorrow? We are gonna go over the Thursday night game. We're gonna have our pick. We're gonna have our prop. We're gonna have our first touchdown pass. Let's take a quick break. We'll uh, dig into some college stuff, and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal. You're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. All right, some uh, fun games over the weekend. Uh, Parley Kid, is, is college better than pro this year? I think we could say it. No, I won't say it. No? Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Pac-12. No. Pac-12. No. I mean, really? I, I, yeah, I, mean, I love unders? some of the football teams, but, yeah. uh, I, you know, I don't think, are you making your Saturdays an all-day event of watching football all day on Saturday? I, I find myself can, having done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, you have an advantage. Well, but too, on the other on the hand, I'm reluctantly, I'm reluctantly watching those 1 p.m. East, uh, Eastern games on Sunday. I mean, those are what a batch of crap most of those are. <laughs> except, you know, the 49ers Browns was good. But, you know, for the most no, part, I, you got look, six or eight games where there's, you know, 12 bad quarterbacks in there. But I, yeah, right, I, it's I, fine. I think, yeah. Colin, look, obviously, Washington, Oregon was, uh, you know, uh, we've had some really, some really good that's games. Just Oklahoma the week before was great, but yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Colorado. I, mean, I think we get that every year out of college football. That's not like a surprise. I mean, there's always yeah, maybe you know college football's college football is the next greatest thing to NFL football, but it's still to me um, right. Still but college. My, my thing is, we've only seen a couple of the big rivalry games right now, right? Washington, Oregon, I would say, and and Texas, Oklahoma. I think it's yeah. it's going to heat up even more. Well, but let's talk about. Uh, yeah, can ahead, I just say one thing though? The one thing that's sure. funny when you talk about what's boring is like the SEC, right? Right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. a little boring, right? Because when yeah, Alabama do, when Alabama doesn't have a quarterback, when Georgia's quarterback's okay, you know, he's been pretty, he's been pretty good, but just in general, okay. Like the the offenses. I mean, LSU's offense, I guess, has been. The most fun, right, in the SEC. But in general, you know, well, you, Tennessee, Texas A and M was boring. Boring the other yeah. day. I mean, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, it's I'm weird how it's pumping flipped. up. I'm pumping up college football, but maybe I, it is just the Pac-12 because SEC has not hit its stride yet, and the 
And the Big Ten is not very good either. I mean, you got you got Ohio State, you got Penn State, and you got Michigan. And those other teams, Wisconsin, Iowa, I mean, Michigan State, <laughs> you don't know what the hell you're going to get. Can week right. to week, right? I want yeah, right. This, They're I all want, garbage. They're set, all garbage. Yeah. Please set an Iowa line at like 27 points one of these days. Still go yeah. under. Oh, for, oh to, to score? I, I mean, yeah. Iowa, okay. Wisconsin was 34 the other day. Yeah, yeah. It went way under. Uh, I, like, know. I know. It's ugly. I was probably going to win the West, Sal. They're going to win the West in the, uh, in the Big bet. Ten. And I then in the, the Big Wisconsin. Ten Championship, they'll lose by 30. Yeah, I have that. That's a bad one. But at least we have a, a good game this week. Ohio State, Penn State. We're going to go over that tomorrow. But let's uh, look backward here. USC loses to Notre Dame 48-20. You called that, Brian. Nice job by you. Who else called that? Parley Kid, you had that? Or Harry? Who had that on the show? I don't not remember. I, I did. Darren, Darren, Darren yeah, I had yeah. that too. Yeah. I was stupid. I took, uh, you know, I, I, I you know, but 48-20, but the defense wasn't that bad. That's what we thought was going to be the the be all end all for Ohio for, I'm sorry, for USC. Mm. It really wasn't that bad parlay kid. Right. Did you watch the game? Yeah, I watched the game. Um, and you're right. I mean, if you, if you look at Notre Dame's uh, offensive numbers, right. Uh, not terrific, I, at least. So, uh, well, they it, scored on, they had, they had some weird, you know, the fall kind of return for a touchdown and a, and a kickoff yeah. return for a touchdown. So, yeah, Yes. I guess they right, score in the 30s otherwise. I think, yeah. I, I think that game played out exactly as I thought it was going to play out, though, in my head. I just uh, – it's uh, – the defense uh, – Williams just it was a terrible performance. I don't know what to say. It was, it was a, a yeah. really bad one from him. I uh, – yeah, Brian, I don't know how this happened, but I loved Sam Hartman over 264. He didn't get half that. He got to <laughs> right. 26. Mm. He had 126 I, passing yards. I, I had, really they had 125 that. rushing. How the frick did they win by four touchdowns? I know it didn't make it didn't make sense, but yeah, I really no. like that part of yours. But yeah, when you go when you have those turnovers, it wasn't necessarily even his. It wasn't his fault. I mean, they were just scoring easily and other yeah, ways. I, know. I mean, so I know they weren't throwing. So anyway, Williams is now he was favored a few weeks ago. He was back and forth with Penix uh, up until last week, and now. Was fifty to one. Now you could get him for thirty-one. He's done though, right, Harry? He he can't come back because, like like we said, they're gonna have they're gonna have three losses. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. I mean, we we said we said we basically been calling it for a couple of weeks now. That it was just a matter of time until the USC D would let them uh, right. let them down in the game. But Williams still with mm. three picks against the Irish defense, who's pretty good. Uh, if there's a silver lining for USC, at least that wasn't a conference game. So. Still right. have big games left in the conference if they can somehow rally and he can have big games, sure. maybe, but probably not. But they, but still having a shot in the Pac-12 to get to the Pac-12 final, uh, there's still that chance for the Trojans, but uh, a lot of work still left to do for them. Yeah, and tough uh, games. Colorado. Let's talk about them. That was supposed to be a walkover, right, against Stanford, mm. and they had what was the lead? Twenty-seven, nothing. Twenty-nine, nothing. Twenty-nine, nothing. Harry said a friend of his from Vegas said it was a hundred to one when there was 22, nothing. He got some bad information again. It was 65 <laughs> to one when it was 29, nothing. But anyway, some people at least uh, cashed that on Fandle um, and they blew it. Harry, you were over that night. I don't know what the hell you were doing. You were doing some live stream or something. You left yeah. my office and then you went what? right down to bed. I, I was watching the game. I don't know what it was. I think he was nude Parley kid, to be honest. I, uh, but then we're texting it. We're, we're in the same house and we're texting each other about this game. He's watching the basement. I was in the living yeah. room. They came back and won Stanford. 
Now my under two and a half conference wins bet is looking good. If you want them under five and a half for the regular season, Colorado, it's minus 220. And Paulie Kidd, I'm going to say it right now. The Dion movement it was uh, basically Linsanity. That's what it was. He did good for the kid. He did all right for his kid. That kid's going to get drafted. He showcased him. He did well. If he goes five and seven, what the hell was this all for? <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> uh, I, I think Lynn Stanley was was better because, I mean, he had to actually go out and do it for a stretch of time right. himself. How long did that last? Yeah. You know? I'm just but thinking, it was, was that a month? It was an amazing yeah. run by the, the player where Dion, right. you know, look, he's – I can't kill him because um, he's been good for college football, I think. Mm. And I know, but as uh, a coach, uh, is anyone lining up in a big conference in a, like a is there like a a is, is Alabama going to hire him if Saban like no way? There's just he makes too many poor decisions. He's just not a. I know we're used to it in the pros, but I don't think he's. I mean, that twice they went to overtime and decided to uh, receive the ball. You don't do that. It didn't matter what the set two overtimes, but. Don't you see what the team does it's, first? So, and then you're on defense, like, and that's just a couple of things he did did weird. That's just that's just common sense. It's just terrible. But this, you know, this Stanford law, the stand loss to Stanford, uh, Stanford South could really set this Colorado team and like do a tailspin. I mean, this team gives up the second yeah. most yards in college football. Yeah, uh, you've got what under two and a half. I mean, they're one and three. They could lose the next five. UCLA is tough coming off a loss. Oregon State's a top fifteen team. Arizona rolled Washington State this past week and lost to USC and Washington the past two weeks by a total that's of the only nine one they'll points. Be, that's the only one they'll be favored in. Yeah. Yeah. And, Adam, Adam. and a season on the road in Pullman and Salt Lake City where Utah doesn't lose. Yeah. Uh, Washington edges Oregon. Great game. 36-33. Yeah. My kid was there. Um, they missed the field goal at the end. Really good. I thought Knicks was going to take it himself. Uh, yeah, it was kind of like a Jalen Hurts thing, right? I, I really thought they were going to run it out there. And that was going to be that, but uh, good defense by Washington. They get stuff. What were the odds, Sal? There, like on that last drive. I mean, after they get that big pass yeah. play for the first down, right? I was just like, because mm-hmm. I had Washington. I, I mean, I had Washington minus two and a half. So right. I lucked. I lucked out there. Good but, pull there. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I totally lucked out. But once they get that first down, I'm thinking like, oh my god, there's there's a very slim chance they get this ball right. back. The way that def- the defense was playing, the Oregon offense was going. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, Bo Nix had a good game, I thought, and yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, if you look at his Heisman numbers, they're they're identical to Caleb Williams. But had he won that game, Paulie Kid, he's probably right there in the top three. Like probably has JJ McCarthy numbers, like ten or twelve to one, right? Yeah, I, I'm surprised to see McCarthy. Uh, a little surprised to see him as high as he is. I mean. Every week, but I guess higher, looking yeah. at his numbers, they are solid. I, I, you know, getting back to that Heisman talk real quickly, I wouldn't write Caleb Williams off just yet, hmm. uh, just because if he does outplay Panics uh, in a couple of weeks, you know, they got to win some tough games before that game. But if he yeah. would outplay Panics and Bo Nix in back to back weeks and have huge games, um, he's gonna. Probably win the Heisman again. They got to win both, though. I just they don't. Win I both. agree, and I don't think USC is good enough to win out, right? Right. But mm-hmm. I do think if if he beats Penix in that one game, it's going to be pretty tough to give it to Penix uh, yeah. as well, right? So yeah. you could That's see true. somebody else emerge uh, through this eventually, 
as well. And it could be my guy at LSU who's uh, who has yeah. tremendous numbers. Right well. back in there, Jaden Daniels. He he broke his. Uh, was that this week or last week that he passed? Last his week. Touchdown oh, he shot already cashed on that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, I would be surprised if it wasn't Washington, Oregon again, Bry, on uh, December yep. 9th or whatever in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. But again, I get the Pac-12 is weird. Like, you know, I, I'm probably going to take Oregon State. Like every time they have a home, every time they have a home game, I'm going to probably take them even against the better teams. Like it's just weird. Yeah. Some Somebody, you know, somebody's going to go into that final potentially with two losses. The try by right. work, Brian. The try by work. It did. State. It did. I mean, I love them too. Yeah. That was I mean, a, Washington's nice got to go play at Oregon State. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then, no, uh, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's uh, going to be that's a tough 18th, game. Uh, it's, I would definitely. And Oregon State's in a really good run right now. I mean, they're at Arizona, at Colorado, home versus yeah. Stanford. They should be sitting at nine to one. Washington mm-hmm. coming to them on November 18th. That's a fun. Why game. don't you guys just come out here? We'll we'll tour all, the, all these stadiums in the next <laughs> few weeks. We'll hit them all. We'll hit all. Of them. Just uh, take the month off, Parlay kid. You can do it. All of November. I'll hit all the four. Oregon in a couple State, years, I'll Oregon, be able to do Utah. that, and then I hope I'll yeah, take no Pac-12. That. That's what we're doing. No, you, you'll, you'll have to go to Rutgers to see Oregon State play. Well, no, I'm not going to Rutgers. <laughs> no, I'm not going to Darren Rutgers. Darren and I are buying season tickets to Arizona State, right, <laughs> No, I'm no, not the Arizona State either. Arizona, not Arizona State. There you go. <laughs> Harry, who's a better bet to make the playoffs? Washington plus 115. Florida State minus 130. Oklahoma plus 140. Ooh, I you think look at Oklahoma's I, I, numbers. Yeah. They're also plus 140 to go undefeated, you know, for the I 12, actually, not for the not for the conference championship game. Well, I actually think Florida State, I gave up Florida State to win the ACC, and I think hmm. Florida State's the best team here to do that because they're home versus Duke, and the Blue Devils don't have Riley Leonard. They get Wake Forest, Pitt, and Miami's tanking. Uh, with two straight losses. So that's kind of an easy schedule compared to what Washington definitely has. Um, they have Florida though, right? They end with they Florida? Have Florida at the end of the season. Florida's playing well, but they usually have, they've handled Florida lately. Yeah. And Jordan Travis, uh, again, my pick him, him and uh, Penix were my guys for the Heisman and Jordan Travis has 17 total touchdowns, just one pick. He's really been in control of this team the entire season. I think it's the best, hmm. the best track here is for Florida state. Interesting. Brian, look at Oklahoma's schedule when you get a chance, and the chances right now because I'm gonna read it to you. Um, I mean, they they don't have, but they probably play Texas again. Well, it's gonna be the no, the, no, but for on, but right, okay. I, I'm looking at them more. And Fandle has them to go undefeated as plus one forty home for UCF at Kansas. Always a little bit of a weird game, but they'll be a double digit favorite that game at Oklahoma State. It's not very good this year. Home for West uh, Virginia. Oklahoma, State, at Oklahoma State's been a little tough though recently. Yeah. They, they're, yeah. they're starting to get tough. They just beat them. And they, up. You know they're paying. Yeah. They, they're paying their ass. Yeah. 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 You know that's the one I'm going to lose on <laughs> if I make this bet. I know it is. But they're home, they're home for TCU, who's not. Uh, not really. I see. A I see like a loss in that schedule for yeah? Oklahoma somewhere. Really? I don't know. Okay. All right. Pretty damn good. Uh, and then what's the other team we said? Uh, Washington. Yeah. So uh, it might be too competitive. Yeah. Washington's that. tough because you got you get USC and Oregon State on the road, right? And then you also have Utah at home. So that, you know, yeah. they could, and then you're like Harry said, the thing about all three of these conferences, right, is is the top two teams play each other, right? I mean, they all, they all switched. Yeah. They all switched, right? All uh, right. So let's start. So an SEC team makes it, a Big Ten team makes it. Right. And right. Then if not which two, two, which 
which two of those three conferences? Mm. Um, well, Pac-12, I, I think there's a good uh, Pac-12, ACC, or Big Twelve. Mm. Well, there there's a good chance to like Ohio State and Michigan both make it, right? Yeah, I don't know. For this reason, for th- this year, I don't think so. I don't know why. I just no, have a feeling. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends. I'm just, fi- if, I, I'm just figuring there's going to be too many losses. Everybody if, else is going to have a loss. I feel like. Yeah. What if yeah. Oregon and what if Oregon and Washington both win out the rest of the season, and Knicks and Penix are putting up crazy numbers still, mm-hmm. and they get to the fi- uh, Pac-12 final, and Oregon wins this game, like. 42 yeah, 39 an incredible game yeah. and now both teams beat each other by 3 points in incredible games and you got two quarterbacks that are superstars. You say two Pac-12 And it's the last year for the Pac-12. The last year? I don't know. And it's the last it's year just, for the Pac-12. There's just too much SEC Big 10 bias. Ah, I don't SEC, know. You know. I know, I know. I'm there. So Washington's plus one fifteen, Oklahoma plus one forty, Ohio State two to one to make the playoffs, Florida hmm. State minus one thirty. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. All right. We'll keep it going. We got to win. Yeah. I mean, shit, I was three and 10 last week. I got to do better, Brian. <laughs> I got to do better. I have a family to raise here. Uh, all right. Let's take a quick break. We'll talk uh, major league baseball playoffs when we return. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, we're going to update that Phillies Diamondbacks game. I guess it just ended. Was it 10 nothing, Harry? Did it end 10 nothing? I don't even I think, know. I, think, 10-0. Yeah, 10-0. I wasn't even paying attention. 10 nothing. The Phillies are up 2 0. Schwarber hits two homers. Turner hits a homer. I don't know where they're getting this wood here, Parley kid. And uh, Castellanos and Harper said both broke Babe Ruth's record yesterday, the day before. I don't know what's going on, but is there any hope for the uh, Diamondbacks? I'm going to pull numbers up for the series, but it looks uh, looks pretty grim. Plus five sixty, if you like the Diamondbacks. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's over for the Diamondbacks. This Phillies team is. Um... They seem to just be unaffected by the playoff pressure and they seem to thrive in it yeah. as well. And they seem to have those type of personalities right on the team seem to be mm-hmm. guys that just love to play baseball, love to compete. Um, yeah. I think whoa, what a fun run for the, uh, for the Philly fans here. Yeah. Screw you, them. You just Enough added that yeah. to the chiefs lions. I just put it in there. <laughs> so to do it. No. Can you see my computer? <laughs> Minus one fifty seven, <laughs> Phillies Chiefs Lions. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I just did it. I just did it. How did you know? Oh my gosh! I know you. But I want them well. to lose so bad. I can't do it. I want. I hate them. I I don't like this team at all. And Harry, also, you're going uh, Thursday night, right? So they're oh, definitely Thursday after, definitely Thursday afternoon, two o'clock. Oh, start. that's the earlier. West Coast yeah. Okay. Time. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. cooked. I think so. I think so. <laughs> you think so? Uh, you know, it, look, it looks grim now. It doesn't Harry, look so you, great. Uh, you're doing that right before your uh, FanDuel appearance? You going to the game? He's not on. He's not, not on. on this, I'm not Conley. on. Oh, okay. Tagged, we'll talk Ma- about that at the end. He he tagged Megan, Megan Conley in. Uh, nice. Texas minus 460, up 2 nothing, but coming home, real big advantage against the Astros. Uh, truth be told, I took both underdogs. I took plus 126. Uh, Texas, and I took plus 150 Arizona for the series. So uh, 
I, I should split, but who knows? Rangers on Wednesday, minus 132. The take back for the Astros, plus 112, plus 110, somewhere in there. Scherzer against Javier. Let's let's do that game right <laughs> now. Uh, Bry, uh, you, you haven't had enough of a heart attack with the Astros this year? You're taking no. them again in game three? Yeah, I'm taking them again. Look, my baseball picks recently have been good that I've been given out here. Um, and I know Harry's kind of all over Javier too, but Javier's been, and the Astros are plus 110, I should have said, but Javier's been so good, right? In the playoffs, talk about a guy who's mm-hmm. been really clutch. And he, I will say he got beat up the last time he was in Texas earlier in the season, but super clutch. He's gone four straight postseason starts, going five plus innings and giving up no runs, which is phenomenal. And then you have this Astros team. I don't know what is wrong with this team. They are horrible at home. And excellent yeah. on the road for whatever mm-hmm. reason that is. All year. And, and then, yeah, all year. I mean, it's just amazing. And then you get Scherzer coming back for first game. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a tough outing a little bit for him early in that game. Sometimes he struggles in the first couple of innings anyway. So I think the Astros won this game. I'm going to say it's 5-3. Uh, yeah. Well, let's say, yeah, 5-3 Astros. Five three. All right. Well, we're all mobbed up on the Astros. Crazy. You guys, uh, Paulie Kid and, and Harry, all over Javier. Paulie Kid, let's start with you. Yeah. Well, I, now that I'm looking at this, I didn't even realize that um, basically I have a combination of Brian's pick and Harry's pick. So right. uh, I have Javier five plus strikeouts in this game uh, and Astros to win at plus 260. Javier, mm-hmm. uh, like Brian's brother Brian said, he's been really uh, dominant. Uh, in the postseason, uh, I think five out of his last six starts, he has five plus strikeouts uh, this season so far. Uh, I think, and the bottom line is, and I will let Harry talk a little bit more about it, is uh, like Brian said, I mean, the Astros have been a great road team and it is they are in a must-win situation. Uh, I think they get it done here. So Javier, over five strikeouts, Astros to win, plus 260, Sal. I kind of like this one. Yeah, if you like the Astros at all, they, yeah. they have to get it done with uh, Javier pitching. All right, Harry, uh, Parley Kid talked about why he's going to, Javier will excel uh, Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, I got over four and a half Ks uh, at minus 104. And obviously, they desperately, Astros need him to have a solid performance here in game three. He had nine Ks in, the pl- in his playoff win in five mm-hmm. innings versus Minnesota this year. Two of his three starts last year in the playoffs. Javier went for five strikeouts or more. And in his last five starts versus Texas, he's hit seven, not five. He's hit seven or more K's and four of them. Nice. Let's go. Let's get five out of Javier on, uh, on um, Wednesday. All right. Jordan Alvarez. I'm back in the Astros too, a little bit. There's a tiny hedge on my Rangers wager, I guess. Uh, Alvarez to record an RBI plus one thirties had one or more in five straight road games after a loss. He averages one and a half each game over that span and also four for seven with a home run and two RBIs versus Scherzer lifetime. Like I said, a tiny hedge on my Rangers wager, Jordan Alvarez an RBI plus one thirty. All right. We uh, will take a break and then more heartache in the form of bedaches when we return. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. 
tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. All right, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the D3 in a segment we hate to call bad aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, let me start it off. Vandal offered me this opportunity. They said, Sal, pick a bet boost for Monday night. I said, no, no, no. I'm going to be nervous enough with this. Chargers, Cowboys. They said, no, just pick two, two legs of a parlay and we will boost it. I said, okay, fine. Dak Prescott's going to come alive, 200 plus yards and Tony Pollard's going to score a touchdown. They said, great. We'll boost that all the way up to plus 170. And they get it on there and I promote it. And then people start texting me, chat for everybody I know. It's like, oh, look at this. I'm like, yeah, 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 great. I try not to respond. I don't want anyone to lose any money. Like, I'm betting this. I'm all over this. Now I know a dozen people were on this because of my uh, fat face is connected to it. And so uh, Dak looks good, Parley Kid. I have no problem. He's on pace for the 200 for sure. I think he probably had like 130 at half. And he throws that pass to Pollard. And this puts him over 200. And Pollard is off to the races. And I think that injury from last year slowed him down a bit. I think Parley Kid, any other year, of his life on earth, Tony Pollard scores that touchdown. He doesn't get caught from behind by Derwin James. Maybe not as an infant, but from six years old to 25 years old, Derwin James does not catch Tony Pollard. And I collect on that boost. But all right, he does tackle him. And then the other play, when the Cowboys, I don't know, they needed a first down to to kill it. And... Dak has maybe his easiest throw of the game and he overthrows Pollard in the end zone. And that was it. That, uh, that's my, that's it. That's a betting for the ages or at least for the week for me. Uh, Parley kid, what you got? Yeah. And don't forget, I think did Pollard also have a, a touch or two around the goal line about as the well? four yard line. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's had the pass at the end of the game saying. too. The pass I, I could have caught. I think the I only direction I just talked about the that. only that thing I think point. I could say yeah. Sal <laughs> for you is it could make you feel a little bit better. I think it was Samuel that caught Pollard. It wasn't um, Derwin James. I don't think so. I don't think James would have been fast enough to catch him. Oh man. So now I got to look that this should, up. But then again, if Gallup had just kind of let, uh, Samuel Gallup could right. have interfered with him and it would have been an easy touchdown too. He, that didn't happen. I could not believe he got caught. I could not I believe it. It just, he used to be, man, he was, <sighs> he would never have gotten caught like that in the past, but not a zigzag that, up and down the field, like right. Tech mobile. Well, he could have, but he kept right a straight line yeah, and went, uh, for the opposite, the far <laughs> pylon. And then maybe I back feel like you're and- staring at a screen. I know somebody's running behind you, but they got big diamond. Everything's like the sphere in Vegas where they have 17 giant yeah. monitors. You should be able to see the guy chasing you from behind. I bet and, you uh, could. Yeah. And, but yeah, that was, that was a rough one. So and then yeah, Dak, that, that was just a, uh, I, I thought it was a bad pass. That was just one mistake Ugh. he made all day. Dak is on that pass. Uh, so I'm, my bet ache is simply the 49ers money line. And we're talking about the money line from midweek last week, which I advised everybody to jump on because uh, uh, you were getting a line before Watson was ruled out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I again, my t- my sharp tank pick, I had won five in a row. I had, um, geez, uh, somebody help me out here. Uh, I had the no Rams check. Yeah. He, he, rough first half, they won. 
I had the Jaguars, easy one o'clock winner too, right? Yeah. And then the 49ers, Sal, between Watson not playing, right? You got to figure they're winning this game. Uh, I, I would have had them with even with Watson playing. But that underhand pass that was ruled an incompletion, maybe the worst call of the year so far. Oh, uh, that was as, a bad one too. Yeah, so that, that might so be bad. the worst call of the year. That the ball was out of his hand, right? Uh, coming out of his hand, and they call it a forward pass. What a joke that was! Right, they hit at the end of the game. I mean, in full at full speed. Yes, it seems probably like an illegal hit. It wasn't, and then sitting on that lead, basically settling for a forty-one yard field goal. Leaving timeouts in the bank when you could have easily rushed for three or mm-hmm. four more yards minimum to get closer. I think a kicker much rather psychologically kick a 38 yard field goal, 37 yard field goal than a 41, especially when the weather's a little iffy on natural grass. I don't understand like why you put your kicker into that situation when you could always get a few more yards and still have a timeout in your bank. Made Marv no sense. Levy did that, and uh, everyone thought it was cool after that when he left Norwood with 47 yards, and he had multiple opportunities to get closer. I know that sucks. <laughs> it I doesn't, know. right? So that's my betting because, uh, you know, for I, kudos to the Browns, they played their their hearts out, but yeah. really a couple weird calls, and and then San Francisco. I mean, Purdy was terrible. Kittle Kittle disappeared that game, and then all the injuries mm. on top of it. And they still right. could have won. They still could have won that game and should have won that game. I could have kept my sharp take at six. I lose. Uh, That's my betting. It's a bummer. All right, Harry, you got a great one too. Really, Yo, really good one. Yeah. Well, in the afternoon games, you know, obviously I'm on Detroit all year. I wanted to leave that game alone. And then a sharp tank, I needed the Eagles. So that was a disaster at the end of that game. But even worse than that, worse than that. I just wanted to have a little, I didn't like any of the games really during the the whole day. Like you didn't tell, I didn't love the card, but I said to the afternoon games, let me put a little something on this Raider uh, Patriots game. I took the plus three and with the Patriots, Stevenson gets that (laughs) touchdown with three minutes to go to make it 1917. Perfect. Perfect. Little lucky, little lucky there. Crosby with the late hit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. But I'll take the 1917 with three minutes to go. And then obviously you know, Patriots have the ball inside their 10. Things could get, get a little iffy there with a, with a minute and a half to go. And they got very fortunate, Mac Jones, not taking getting a sack in the end zone for a safety mm-hmm. on the play before. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you got to get rid of it, Jones. You, Crosby's all over you. He's he's nuts right now. He's going to, and he's going to be on <laughs> you again. Get rid of the ball when you're in the end zone. And he just takes the sack and. <laughs> They that was that was the first time they get a safety the Raiders so that was the first time they've hit twenty points all season on a safety and I lose the plus three as they lose by four. I have a lot to say about betters insurance on this week's cousin Sal's winning week and I think I really lay out a comprehensive case and solution for betters insurance against and I fo- I don't want to give it away but I, I zone in on three major areas it's safeties. It's Hail Marys and it's that God, that, that lateral crap at the end that we see mm, every mm. few weeks with a, a team down a couple of oh, points yeah. with yep. no time left. Yeah. And then, well, then I think everyone would be happy. Yeah. 
Well, look, if yeah, FanDuel right. said, yeah, if FanDuel said instead of minus 113, like they do, and then they said minus 118, you might be like, ah, I take not? it all the time. Why not? I, would take mm. it. Why I, I not? don't take insurance on blackjack ever, but for I this, <laughs> I've, been, I've been burned too much. I'm and I, I, don't, I was taken, and I, basically, I just took the Patriots because I'll just, I'll, I guess I'll take Belichick over uh, McDaniel's, right? Right. Uh, getting three points, mm-hmm. whatever. I would, Bri, if they did it instead of every bet, which is that's how they would have to do it. But if I could spend like like twenty thousand dollars a year on you know, betters insurance, like I, and I'd be the only one in California <laughs> who skipped earthquake insurance as a homeowner that yeah. bought betters insurance. I have to think that I'd be the only one. We got to look at the. Uh, that's great. I, yeah. I, it's funny. You need yeah, earthquake I don't think, insurance now. Yeah, I don't think uh, I've ever. I, I've never taken the blackjack insurance either. No. Never. For all the blackjack I've played, I've never once taken it. Um, yeah, yeah, because no, you're not going to see a, you know, a, it's not black. It's not similar to blackjack insurance. It would be similar to 12 card uh, 21 from the dealer. Right. That's what that's what that lateral thing is like to me. Yeah. Look, <laughs> they should have like a little they could have a little button on your app late, even late yeah. in the game. They don't have to give it to me before you can go late mm-hmm. in the game and just say, hey, are you willing to give us three to five percent of your winnings if, if yeah. you lose here? Right. Well, and essentially they do. And the good people at FanDuel offer a cash out option. Right. Right. So, you have cash but out, but the cash it's out is not, 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 not the same. It's not the same. All right, Brian, yeah. you would have, you know, you would have, uh, I don't know if the insurance would have helped in the Colorado game, well, but the cash out would have. Look, I will say every one of these bettings you guys have given, I lost on every one of those. I had, <laughs> I had your bet, Sal. I had a tons and tons of money on the San Francisco uh, par, uh, uh, money line parlay. <laughs> I went against the Raiders and had the Pats plus three. So it was about to be, that was about to be a perfect ending for me for the Raiders winning by two there. <laughs> And, you know, I hired didn't really bring up, I don't think the Mac Jones completely, well, he threw a nice 50 yard pass there. Uh, right. Parker. Uh, and Parker? That, that was, that was dropped. Oh, um, that was awful. But what, what was the best pass of the game? I'll, I'll, I'll take the win regardless there, but yeah, but I had to start off the week. I mean, I had that Colorado, that Colorado money line and I, you know, I, Sal, I was all for Sanders and whatever, but, that was about as embarrassing as it gets, right? The fact that that was Stanford. I mean, Stanford right. has lost. <laughs> Stanford lost to Sacramento State. Like this team yep. was getting, you know, they lost 56 to 10 to USC. You're up 29 nothing at home. Mm. That was just a pathetic showing there. And 46 the thing, points in the second the half was, by but, Stanford. But what Nuts. was bad about, what was extra bad about that is Deion essentially Terrible. is cocky in those situations in the second half, right? They're up a decent amount. It's fourth down and two or fourth and three, whatever it is. They have a chance to punt from the 50. It's like, now we're going to go for it. And then you, you're giving them great field position. I think that happened, what, twice mm-hmm. in that game? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they just they just fell apart. I mean, that's as bad of a loss as you could potentially have. And the, the, the fact that that happened to Sanders is, is really bad. Um, I so agree. I, I agree. He said a lot of the players have to look into themselves, though, after this game. <laughs> So maybe he's right. Well, look, he's maybe published, he's right. you know, 
He's publishing a book, and maybe that book. Who's believing that, that, Brian? That book Who's should be titled that? something yeah. with that, right? Uh, blown 29 nothing lead. Something something with that should be in yeah. the title. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it written before the 29 nothing? I mean, he's trademarking all these. Uh, it's terrific. It really I believe is you don't know what you're doing, Dion. I believe that. Honestly, like, I don't know. No. I don't even know if he's calling the shots. No, Polly Kid, he's a great recruiter, and he, uh, he turned uh, football look, around I mean, for Colorado. Colorado's relevant. Yeah. He's yeah, he's he has, I don't know if they he, are. Gotta, we're talking about them, aren't we? So they're relevant. Well, they're re- yeah, that, they're relevant because... in that the fact, the sense that we're talking about them. But is he a head coach even though? Is no, he even that's a head the coach? Thing, but yeah. but how many? But here's the thing, Sal. They beat a mediocre TCU Most team that we seen at the beginning of the season. Like, no, that's it. You know, we don't really know the extent. We don't know the extent of any of these head coaches in college football or even What's in pro football on in some cases. Yeah how much input they really have. A lot of them are just the CEOs of the program, right? They are the recruiters. They, you know, uh, and they leave a lot of the uh, game planning to the offensive and defensive coaches and coordinators. So uh, for what, for what maybe Dion's doing, he might be a master at this. As far as I'm concerned, I don't like all the, you know, the, that it's been too much hype surrounding it, but at the same time, you know, Colorado, Darren. Could be, you know, they they had the one clunker against Oregon. They could be, I mean, they lost very no, close they one could to have USC. Lost, they should have lost, lost, lost the for one You can't have this t- type of bravado that Dion has had and blow yeah. this type of lead, though. It's right. a very bad course. That Darren, was a after very the bad TCU luck. win. After the TCU win, you didn't hear you didn't hear T- you didn't hear Dion praising uh, his offensive and defensive coordinators and r- telling everyone who they who they are and everything. He took all the he took all the credibility there. Well, listen, he took maybe, all the uh, praise. The credit. Yeah, the credit, not the credibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a form of the word, but yeah. No, uh, listen. All right, Paul Kid, let's say this: he's a great recruiter of players, but not a recruiter of coordinators. Can we say that then? I don't, not we don't even know the who team? the coordinator is. And I think well, that's the what I'm saying. If he's not running right. the team. I don't, is he calling he is. the offense? Like, I don't think he is, right? I, no. I know. Um, so then he did a bad job there. Whoever he put in charge. I don't know. Whatever. Well, well I mean, you could say that, good. but I mean, like, if, you know, you look at uh, Dion's son's stats, I mean, they do. No, he he's good. His he's, he's, stats are good. the first thing I said. He did, he did a know, great job promoting his son who's going to. He's going to get drafted. And, and you got to remember, right, Colorado's had a lot of influx of, you know, they have uh, some guys that were left over from the team last year. All mm. these other guys coming in, you know, they've actually gelled probably quicker than some people would have expected. Right. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I, I just say it's a nice story. I think this, I think it's good though. It's humbling for Dion of what's happened because mm-hmm. it was getting to be too much bravado. Definitely. Yeah. But big picture, they're supposed to have four wins and they're probably going to have five. Right. I think somewhere in there, but no, but everybody stayed they up got, a few they weeks got ago. A murderous, they got a, they got a sure. very difficult schedule down the stretch. Very yeah. difficult. It's not going to be easy. All right. Mikey meatballs, play the music, get us out of bed aches. Bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bad egg It's a bad egg It's a bad egg
All right, that's it. Um, we have a podcast tomorrow night. We're going to pick that Jaguars-Saints game. We're going to pick the hell out of that game. Oh, I think it moved like four ga- four points. Oh, uh, open gosh. Jags two and a half. We think Lawrence is playing, right, Bri? Yeah. I think, I think everything I, he's playing, right? He's got that knee injury, but he's playing. But um, but the Saints are now favored. So uh, good luck to all of us picking that. We're going to have a prop. We're going to have a first touchdown. We are 0-4-24. Trying to make it 0 for 28. I thought, that, I thought we were done. We're going back to it? <laughs> I, oh, you know what? I think we have out. to win one. I, I don't know why. I must have had a dream or something. We have to win one. I can't <laughs> I can't do it. How are we going to hang this up without winning uh, one? I mean. And then we're going to do it for fun and we're going to hit. And we're going to, you know, slice our wrists. <laughs> That'll be that. So we'll have that. We're going to go over a bunch of college games. We're going to have uh, a couple of baseball games on the Thursday slate. That's still going on. UFC, and great UFC. UFC, oh, oh yeah, oh big. that's a good fight, good yeah. one, Philin. That's a good one. Yeah, that's right. These guys will have their sharp tank picks, and that's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs and the D3. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit C ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.